Hello and welcome to our Maritime Impact podcast series. I'm your host, Eric Nyhus, Director Environment for Maritime at DNB. In this second series, we will continue to explore current greenhouse gas policies and regulations shaping the maritime sector. We will discuss the latest developments in the EU, the United States, and in Asia. And we will, of course, keep a close watch on the developments at the International Maritime Organization. As always on Maritime Impact, we will continue to ask how these developments may affect shipping businesses in the move towards a decarbonized future. In the previous two episodes, we've discussed what's happening both in the EU and at the IMO. In this episode, we'll focus on another regulator with an outsized role, the United States. We hope you enjoy the episode, and now on to the show. This episode may come across as a bit different from the previous episodes in this series. The main reason is that the United States, in contrast to what we've seen the EU to be doing, has not established its own greenhouse gas regulations for shipping. So this time we will not be diving into nitty-gritty regulatory details. Instead, we will focus on the implications and fallout from the political shifts and policy moves we see emerging in the States. While the global focus on addressing global warming and regulating CO2 emissions really ramped up after the Paris Agreement in 2015, the US was largely following a different path between 16 and 20. Dealing with climate change was simply not a priority for the previous administration. The Biden administration has taken a very different approach to climate change issues, and we are now starting to see indications of how this may impact shipping. Curious about what to expect? Let's dive in and find out. Let's first consider the international picture. When the United States announced its withdrawal from the Paris Climate Agreement in 2017, it was seen by many as a slap in the face to the international community. It was not unexpected. The president had been consistent in his messaging both before and after his election, but it had a chilling effect on how the U.S. engaged internationally on climate change. At the International Maritime Organization, the United States became noticeably more low-key in its engagement than under the Obama administration. Now this is changing. At the policy level, John Kerry, the U.S. Special Presidential Envoy for Climate, announced in April that, quote, in support of global efforts to reach net zero emissions by no later than 2050, the United States is committing to work with countries at the International Maritime Organization to adopt the goal of achieving zero emissions from international shipping by 2050, end quote. One very practical consequence of this policy shift was seen already in the run-up to MAPC 76 this summer, where the U.S. advocated strongly for a very significantly strengthened reduction target for the carbon intensity indicator. This has been followed up by a proposal to the MAPC 77 meeting in November this year, where the U.S., along with Costa Rica, Norway, and the United Kingdom, proposed that the IMO adopt a 2050 level of ambition of zero emissions from shipping. In simple terms, the US is now adding its significant policy weight to a broad coalition of countries, also including the EU members and a number of Pacific Island states, all calling for decarbonization no later than 2050. We believe that the implications for the IMO greenhouse gas strategy review in 2023 will be profound, and that we will see a very significant strengthening of the reduction ambitions for international shipping. But what about the domestic outlook in the US? 
inside the US itself, the picture is really different and subject to the complexities of US domestic politics. First off, and to be clear, there are at present no domestic US regulations of shipping greenhouse gas emissions at the federal level. There have, over the last couple of sessions of Congress, been attempts to introduce legislation creating a US equivalent of the EU's monitoring, reporting, and verification system for CO2 emissions, but so far this has got only limited traction. The present version of the bill also has only a very limited chance of becoming federal law. In a big picture sense, there is no doubt that the Biden administration has a very ambitious climate agenda for the US. We've seen this clearly not only in the political and policy statements, but also in the proposals for both the infrastructure and the reconciliation bills that at the time of recording are subject to pretty challenging political fights. Unfortunately for the administration, the very slim Senate and House majorities, combined with political fault lines within the Democratic Party, mean that it remains uncertain which parts of Biden's climate agenda will survive. The way we expect the DC politics to play out is that we do not think we will see anything like, for instance, a grand compromise on a carbon price, which could have implications for shipping, being achieved in the US. In real terms, we simply do not expect to see new shipping-related US federal greenhouse gas regulations emerging from the current political battle. We would, however, like to offer what may be an important caveat here. The U.S. Coast Guard is engaged in the review of existing U.S. regulations and policies in light of the administration's climate change focus. And while it is still early days, it is conceivable that there may be changes coming to the existing regulatory framework. As the review progresses, we hope to get a clearer picture of what those changes, if any, will be. All that being said, we do expect to see regulations continue to evolve at the state level. In some cases, these are based on a mix of pollution and climate change considerations, and the case in point would be the shore power regulations that are tightening in California and under consideration in other states, such as, for instance, New Jersey. So how do we evaluate the current U.S. regulatory landscape with a more proactive international role, but a difficult domestic outlook? So to the key takeaways. Firstly, the Biden administration's domestic climate agenda is embroiled in an intense political battle in Washington, and our expectation is that however it is finally resolved, it will not lead to new domestic U.S. regulations. Work ongoing within the U.S. Coast Guard, however, has the potential to lead to climate policy-driven changes to existing U.S. regulations. Secondly, in the international perspective, the present U.S. administration is adding significant political pressure to the goal of decarbonizing shipping no later than 2050. This matters a lot in the IMO negotiations, and we fully expect it to contribute to tighter 2050 goals, as well as new and strengthened regulations when the IMO revises its greenhouse gas strategy in 2023. For shipping as an international business, both the domestic and international aspects of the U.S. regulatory efforts are of course very significant. Needless to say, we will continue to keep a very close watch on both. Before I go, I want to let you know that we have recently published our new compliance planner, available on our website, which is designed to help DNV customers easily track the existing requirements and deadlines of regulations for both individual vessels and entire fleets. This will, of course, be kept continuously updated as the regulatory landscape evolves.
As always, DNV stands ready to assist. You've been listening to the Maritime Impact Podcast from DNV with me, Eric Nyus. Please join us for future episodes where we will focus on the current state of play in Asia and early outcomes from COP26. If you enjoy the episode, please don't forget to give us a rating or review or visit dnv.com forward slash decarbonization for more information. Thank you.